This is it, Suns fans. Free agency is now upon us. And of course, when free agency is happening, everybody's been wondering for a year now, what is going to happen with DeAndre Ayton? How are the Phoenix Suns going to navigate that asset? Of course, you knew that we were going to come, and the first thing we're going to talk about is Kevin Durant being interested in coming to the Phoenix Suns. I'm excited. I'm not in my car like I was earlier for our jam session short, so the audio is probably a little bit better. And you know what? It's a little, a little nicer inside. Uh, but I welcome you to the Suns Jam Session podcast, and I'm welcoming a special guest panel, seen as my cohort in crime, my podcasting partner, Matthew, isn't feeling well. Hearing that Kevin Durant might potentially come to the Phoenix Suns has him so excited that he's throwing up. Unbelievably fantastic, isn't that? Unbelievably fantastic. So uh, let's see if I can change the audio because it sounds like my audio might be a little different. I don't know. I'll, I'll bring my guests and they'll tell me. First, I'm welcoming from the Aussies Suns fans. Gavin, how are we doing? Wonderful, mate. Wonderful. Thank you very much for having me on. I've been uh, desperate to be talking some Suns and just haven't been able to get our own podcast going lately. So it's great to be on. Fantastic. And how's my audio? Does it sound okay? Uh, it sounds okay to me. Yeah, a little bit, little bit of echo, but... A little echoey, huh? Maybe the jamsters in the chat can tell me. Uh, maybe I'll click a button. Maybe that'll, that'll change it. I don't know. Anything change when I click that button? No, not really. <laughs> no. Coach Evan B, you're joining us. How excited What's are you to going talk about on? the Suns and how shitty is my audio? Nah, it just sounds like it's like you're from your laptop or something. Go ahead, just tap your mic real quick. I don't, I don't actually think it's your actual. Yeah, that's not, that's not yeah, it. You got a, right. you got a different audio source, but we can still hear you. You still have a beautiful voice, no matter what microphone you're on. No, 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 still not that one. <laughs> but uh, I, I, I don't know how excited I am. I'm, I'm telling myself I'm not going to get excited anymore about Arizona sports. So, so I'm trying to keep it contained as much as possible right now. <laughs> Oh, I hear you. I hear you. You know, that's that's what happens when you're a Phoenix, uh, a Phoenix Suns fan, a fan of Arizona sports. Uh, you just you can't get too high, can't get too low. But today is one of those days where it's like we just feel all a little high. Right. So maybe I should bring in somebody who's like smashing on a stogie, making his debut on the Suns Jam Session podcast, blowing the smoke into the camera. You know, him from the chat, fallen founder, a.k.a. Jake. Welcome to the Suns Jam Session podcast. Well, it's the start of free agency. And I would just like to say that. Coming from the Sun Solar Panel to the Sun's Jam Session podcast, it was a little bit, you know, it's a hard decision for me and my family, but, you know, we had to do what was right for us. So, uh, you know, the mid-level exception of no pay, I was happy to sign up for it. So uh, don't tell Dave because I might still need a morning activity on Saturdays as well. Uh, well, again, fantastic to have you all here. There's plenty to talk about. Not only, I mean, obviously we're going to be spending a lot of time talking about Kevin Durant, uh, but I also want to navigate what the Phoenix Suns have done or have not done up to this point, and then explore some of the other trade, trades, the other uh, uh, free agent acquisitions that have occurred so far this, uh, this crazy free agency that's, you know, less than five hours old. So uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to pop open a beer I hope is anyone else drinking with me? I mean, it's morning in Australia, so yes. Really, yes. No, no, no. It's uh, it's actually one thirty-four p.m. So Perfect. I think legally, I can have a beer. <laughs> well, everybody, pop them if you got them. And let's uh, let's talk about some Phoenix Suns basketball. Cheers.
Can anyone hear me? Much better. You, you sound much better, better, yeah. Sounds much better from the mic. This is fantastic. <laughs> check, check, check. What a rookie. Jeez, how long have you start been doing talking this? And let me know if uh, you can hear me. No, we can hear you. Can Do you, you hear us? Hear me? 4K? Yeah. I can't hear you guys. Oh. oh. Well, we're going to be doing the show without <laughs> John now. On. Welcome, everybody, to the Sun's Jam <laughs> session. <laughs> oh, I finally get a, a, a bunch of awesome people, and I, I literally can't. Can't do it. Let's see. Oh, there we go. Is my audio better? Yes. yes yeah. All right. I fixed yeah. it somehow. Oh, <laughs> crisp. Oh. Crisp. Mm. I'll drink to that. All right, gents. So, obviously, big news of the day. Uh, you know, Flex from Jersey has been telling us this for quite some time, that, it, you know, the Phoenix Suns are hunting for big fish. He's been very, you know, cryptic after the season uh, as to who those big fish potentially could be. And then, you know, as time has progressed, we've made assumptions and, and, and of course when you hear big fish you start to think of you know not just stars but superstars and then all the Kevin Durant's talk began and then Kyrie re-signed with the Nets and then everybody said no it's not gonna happen and then Kevin Durant today literally goes to the GM and says yo I want to trade and Phoenix and Miami are at the top of my list and Phoenix is the preferred destination so with all that information everything relative to to KD I'm gonna start I'll start with the guy popping his his cherry here on the Suns Jam Session podcast. Jake, how have you absorbed all this information? What are the emotions you've been going through as as you've heard all of these different Kevin Durant based uh, uh, rumors and now you know potential him potentially being a, a target that we are all aware of? And now it's just sit back, relax, and see, and will not relax, and see if the Phoenix Suns can somehow get him to come and play in the Valley of the Sun. Well, I mean, let's be honest, right? I mean, it's the equivalent of, uh, you know, every uh, boy or girl in high school and they're looking at their crush and all of a sudden the crush turns and goes, I like you too. And you go, (laughs) (laughs) because Phoenix has never been, let's be honest, like, as I mentioned before, like, we're always like, we we get that second tier star usually that's like, I'm open to a big contract with the Phoenix Suns, sure. And then we tell ourselves, you know, he's got a lot of potential. You know, we don't need a top five. We just need a top 25 person. This is going to be great for Kevin Durant to be like, no Phoenix or Miami, a little bit more Phoenix. So all of a sudden it's just like, what happened here? This is just too right. Uh, so I, I don't know if the I've been looking out at the stars, looking for something to align. Maybe there's a comment out in the sky tonight or something. But feels good. Feels good. What are you thinking, Gavin? Um, uh, look, I, I was uh, I was more than happy to back flex from the, well the entire way through it, even after Kyrie um, did opt back in. Uh, I believed that it was probably a, a, a positive thing that he did opt back in and gave us that opportunity to really get uh, stuck into the KD talk. And uh, everyone sort of filtered away. Uh, I know Flex released a pod uh, basically that day saying, hey, it's not off the table yet. And effectively, as of this morning, I, I must be honest, I had a few beers last night, woke up a little bit late this morning, so I missed the initial news. Um, which which I was shattered about, but um, KD coming out and saying I want to go to Phoenix is just the it's the news we all wanted to hear, really, isn't it? Let's let's be honest. We've we've plenty of people have spoken about the opportunity to, for another superstar to join the team, and we've all been waiting and waiting and waiting to see who that was. KD was always uh, one of those names that was up in lights, and it's just fantastic being a Phoenix fan when players actually want to come and join you. I know what what a weird feeling, and 
you know, Coach Evan B, I know you're, you're trying to Ricky Rubio's, you know, you're, you're trying to pull the whole Ricky, like never too high, never too low, just kind of roll with it. How are you navigating everything that's going on with the Phoenix Suns? Because it's hard not to get excited. And of course, we'll talk about kind of the other side of the excitement is, you know, the fear. But uh, tell me a little bit about how you're feeling. I mean, first off, I'm an Arizona State fan, right? And then you've got the Pac-12 just being completely demolished today. And what was yes. it like? Literally eight minutes later, the Kevin Durant stuff comes out. Like a half hour after that, Phoenix is his preferred destination. Um, 45 minutes after that, it's official. USC and UCLA are gone, and it leaves my team in, in, in a shit storm. And then right after that, JaVale McGee is off and leaving. And so there was so many things going on in a short amount of time. I How still doing, haven't man? even How you doing? I, I, I'm still I'm still twirling. So I, I I want to look at the good side. Like I I totally I've talked to um I've talked to Flex a little bit in DMs and and I talked to Dan Duarte quite a bit and I totally 100 trust what those guys are saying. I hear them and they haven't told me the sources yet, but it's you know they've they've hinted. And so I, I know who those people are. I still don't believe Phoenix has a chance at it. Is that is that bad of me to think? Like, that's legitimately where I'm at. Like, I can't, and until it actually happens, until I see it, and until he's at his presser, like, I want to believe it, but I don't know if I can. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, you have post-traumatic son's disorder. <laughs> you know, I mean, we can't have nice things, right? These are the things that we say to ourselves all the time because time and time again, it's been proven. And knowing that Kevin Durant, like we've all talked about, has bestowed his desire to come to the desert upon us. Yeah, it's it's a hard thing to almost kind of navigate emotionally because it's just like, you know, it's like what Jake said. It's like the girl looking at you and she says, yeah, I like you too. But at the same time, she could easily just put her arm back around like, you know, the high school quarterback and like, you're like, yeah, she likes me, but she can't be with me. You know, it's like, so until anything's final, we really have to try to maintain our composure as much as possible, which isn't easy when you, when you say a name like Kevin Durant, because I, I mentioned it a little bit earlier on my jam session short, which I filmed in my truck today at work. Once I heard the news, I like I brought a son's hat to work today, just in case. Like if I got to film a live podcast, you know, on, on YouTube, I'm going to bring, I'm going to look prepared. No one wants to see my shiny bald head with the Phoenix sun, you know, glaring off of it and blinding people as they walk by, you know, but I mentioned it, you know, Kevin Durant has always been one of my favorite players outside of the Phoenix suns organization and seeing him play with Devin Booker and team USA last summer. It was so nice to watch Kevin Durant actually be rooting for him as a member of your team, Team USA, I mean, Gavin, you probably weren't doing it. You don't have the same emotional connection uh, of what happened now that I think because no, no. the- <laughs> I, su- I was supporting the boomers, so. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're like, come on, Patty Mills. Uh, but, you know, we we as a, uh, a as a fan base, we haven't seen a splash like this. Gosh, it's almost been since, like, I don't know, Chris Paul. And Chris Paul, when that acquisition happened, I was not – I didn't have faith in it. Chris Paul was too old, in my opinion. Uh, he was overpaid, in my opinion. Was he really worth leveraging the future that I believe that this team was on after having an impressive showing in the bubble, knowing that the previous season had DeAndre Ayton not been suspended for 25 games, we would have been a playoff team? I wasn't a huge fan of that transaction. Now, obviously, I'm eating crow, and I have continued to eat crow ever since then because he's proven me wrong. We made an NBA Finals appearance. We've won 64 games, which is a franchise best. In the first two years of having Chris Paul 
as a member of this team. So when I look at Kevin Durant, I'm starting to go, okay, well, what's it going to cost, right? Like, that's what everyone wants to know. What, in your guys' opinion, it, like, Devin Booker, obviously, contractually, is, is is off market, right? Like, he's signing the max deal because of Ben Simmons and some weird rule thing that I'm sure Coach Evan B can explain to us. They can't make a transaction for him. But, like, what are the Suns going to have to give up to KD? What do you guys think? What? Outside of uh, Devin Booker, give them whatever they want <laughs> is is sort of where I I sit. And I, look, I see all the comments. Um, there's everybody's. Let's not give up Mikhail. Let's not get. Mm-hmm. This is Kevin Durant. He's generational. We have to give stuff up. And reality is that we're we're going to have to send some important pieces. My biggest concern about it is that. Effectively, we're going to give up our entire wing rotation um, mm-hmm. in some way, shape, or form. Uh, and most of the wings are now coming off the table in free agency. So mm-hmm. that, that's going to hurt a little bit. But um, look, we're going to have to give up a package. It's Kevin Durant. We we do have a little bit of an advantage being the fact that it is a player's league. He will be able to force himself out if he wants to. Um, but still, we're going to have to give up key pieces um, just just to meet it contract-wise in order to bring this guy over to the Suns. And then mortgage the future, right, Jake? Well, I mean, see, I mean, we're, we're kind of spoiled as it is. I mean, let's be honest, what was one of our biggest strengths last year was how deep our bench was. I mean, granted, the, the playoffs, you know, uh, hindsight, all of a sudden, you know, we, we were kind of like, oh, gosh, oh, we, we just weren't deep enough in the playoffs. But the whole regular season, we were raving about, you know, uh, you know, it wasn't just, oh, we've got six or seven or eight guys. It was, we've got 10, maybe even 11 playable guys. So all of a sudden, when you've got these great contracts like Adario Saric, Jay Crowder, uh, Torrey Craig, all on one-year deals, um, you know, $10 million, uh, I think Craig's got the $5 million deal. Um, Shamit is roughly about 10 And granted, he's got a couple more years on that deal. But, I mean, we will have tradable assets. And, and I, I'm thinking... I haven't ran the numbers exactly if it's perfect, so correct me uh, if where I'm wrong. But if it's a DA, Mikhail Bridges, and Cam uh, Cam Johnson in a first rounder, I think I think that you pull the trigger on that ten times out of ten, and you just say, okay, you know, our, our first round picks aren't going to be worth anything anyway moving forward in the in the in the next three or four years. So you, you have to be okay with letting those go. Yeah, it's going to suck to let Mikel go. Yeah, a lot of us do like Aiden. Not everybody, but a lot of us know that he's got great potential. And then, I mean, I would love to be able to send a Shamit instead of a, a Cam Johnson type. But let's be honest, the, the Nets know that we want Durant too. So uh, I, I think, you know, uh, getting the deal done for Durant and then taking a look at what we can do with a Dario, Jay Crowder, Shamit, Craig to find other guys out there. And that might be at the trade deadline. But we're going to have some really great um, available resources for other teams to pick up another person, uh, a really big key contributor moving forward, I think, as well. You think that's all they have to give up, Coach? Or do you think that they need to throw in like 20 draft picks because they gave them all to Houston? I mean, I bet you it'll be the next three first round draft picks for the next three years. Uh, I think minimum it's going to be three. If they're talking about getting the haul that they want, uh, that's what it's going to have to be because we don't have two all-stars to give him. Um, we don't have one all-star to give them currently right now. Um, and and I kind of want to touch on that a little bit later. But you look at some of the contracts that we have with uh, with with Cam Johnson. He's he's low. That's that's like four and a half to six and a half million dollars right now. So 
you know, that's it's not he we're not signing him and that's going to be the number we send over. No, it's what he is right now. And that's more of a, a future pick. You know what I mean? So you're mm-hmm. going to have to give up Jay Crowder. Uh, you're going to have to give up eight and you're going to have to give up Cam Johnson. And and if this is correct, um, that's only like twenty seven thousand or twenty seven million dollars. Right give up. There. Give up Shamit, please. Please, you dear put, God. Oh, please, dear God, you you give up Shamit, and all of a sudden that definitely inflates it. Um, sorry, my camera just got unplugged, but uh, but I'll fix it. But technical difficulties tonight, technical, folks. It, it's just happening all around. Um, <laughs> but that's what we're gonna have to give up, and we have to be okay with that. I just don't want to give up both of the twins, and I would probably speak for everybody here. Giving up both of them, would we do it? Yeah, we would do it, but damn, that would that would suck. Like yeah. giving up all that uh, plus Crowder, like all of our wings are all of a sudden gone. Other than Tory Craig, and he was gone in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he was gone the moment he stepped back in Phoenix. I think he had like one good fourteen point game, and that was pretty much it. But I'm I'm kind of with you guys, and I think that Gavin said it. You know, kind of nailed it. It's like giving up your entire wing rotation when we are such a wing heavy uh, uh, league right now is really a challenge. Uh, but I, I agree like you, it does, it, it doesn't matter. Like you give up everything to give a, get a Kevin Durant because adding Kevin Durant next to Devin Booker and Chris Paul is, is it's going to give you the best shot to win a title in my personal opinion. I mean, that's what it comes down to the, the rest of the league. Isn't not getting better. They're getting better. Okay, the Clippers are making it an, an op- are trying to get better. Dallas is trying to get better. Obviously, they lost Jalen Brunson to the Knicks today, but the Knicks way overpaid him, in my personal opinion. You know, uh, they're they're adding depth. They got Christian Wood, then they got JaVale McGee from the Suns to back that up. So I mean, that's a team that's improving. So everybody's trying to improve, trying to gun for the Phoenix Suns. So you have to make a splash and do something that is going to swing the weight back in your favor. And the moment that the KD possibility of Phoenix happened. Uh, the the Suns jumped in uh, on FanDuel to the number one opportunity to, to win the Western Conference. You know, I think the NBA Finals. I mean, just th- that's one player coming here. So you have to think about that. And I get it. Would it be heartbreaking to have Mikhail Bridges leave the leave the Suns? Absolutely. Cam Johnson leave the Suns. Having both of them leave the Suns? Yes. Here's the one thing that, that's been kind of on my mind. And I want to get your guys' thoughts on this. The moment the, the news broke, I mean, obviously entering today – it was DeAndre Ayton and Cam Johnson. We really wanted to see what was going to happen relative to those two players. But the moment that Kevin Durant uh, announced that he was uh, seeking a trade and that Phoenix was at the top of his list, it almost paralyzes the Phoenix Suns to make any other transactions in free agency. Because there's been a lot of quality players who have gone to different teams, the majority of which who have re-signed with their original organizations. But there's been plenty of player movement and the Phoenix Suns, they don't have their names attached to any of them because they can't right now because mm. they're being held hostage by this potential Kevin Durant move. So my my other question is if Kevin Durant does indeed not come to the Phoenix Suns, because remember that the Nets do hold a ton of leverage here. It is a player's league, but he's, he just signed an extension. It's a four-year deal with the Nets. Like They don't have to do anything. They can wait and be like, hey, KD, we're going to work until the trade deadline to find the right deal for us. What, what benefits us? We saw it with Anthony Davis a few years ago. You know, they took a, a half a year to figure out a right deal for him. So it's it's a blessing and a curse right now, right? Because there's a potential that KD could come to Phoenix and it's freezing all the assets on the team in an effort to try to do so. And if he doesn't come, like, what are we left with, gents? What are we left with? 
uh, I guess we're running it back, really. Yeah. Uh, let's, let's be honest. It's you're, you're re-signing or matching anything with DeAndre Ayton, but most of that other stuff's off comes off the table now. There's going to be um, there's going to be potential opportunities still out there, floating out there, and I still think that the uh, trade for KD isn't just a Suns Brooklyn trade. I think there's a, going to be a third team involved. Got to be. Um, because there's different pieces that Brooklyn want, um, and we have pieces that other teams want. So we're going to be able to pick up those additional assets. And I did see on the PHNX um, pod today where Gerald bought one up with the Atlanta Hawks. I think that that's a real possibility, something like that, is actually what will come. And that works both ways, because if we ended up with like a KD and a Clint Capella, we cover off both those um, mm positions that we're going to be shifting out. But in saying that, you're losing your wings. So then we've got to go and find them. And well, Danilo Gallinari, I mean, he just, he's going to be bought out by the by the Spurs. And, you know, maybe yeah. he wants to come over here and join his buddy Clint Capella in that scenario, right? Yeah. Potentially. So what, what, what do you guys think about Katie potentially holding us hostage right now? Do it. That's the, that's, that's, it. That's the game you <laughs> play, Hold me hostage, man. baby. Whatever you want. Tie me up. Tie it's, me it's up, It's the Katie. game you play. It, it it is what it is. It's the game you play, and you just gotta you just gotta roll with the punches. And you know, for for a guy like this, you put all your eggs in one basket. Kevin, j- just be gentle. Just be gentle with us. <laughs> we hurt so much. Just be gentle with us. Yes, this one true. Time. We're very fragile. Just slow. We, just, we really want to like you. <laughs> Imagine if the Suns can get KD, and we somehow keep either DA or Mikael Bridges in the deal. I mean, because then you have four of your five players, your starters, like, locked in. I mean, that is just – isn't that – that's heaven, right? That's like oh, and that, that, that'd be the coup, right? I mean, that that would be – if we're able to keep either one of them, or even honestly, even if we kept the camp, uh, I mean, I would still consider that to be a coup. Uh, I mean, if we if we were able to convince them somehow to take a sham at Sarich and Crowder and, I don't know, Craig, just every every one of our bad, not bad contracts, but tradable contracts. I mean, that would be the thing. And let's be honest, great Phoenix Suns, Sean Marks is a GM in that team right now. So, you know, maybe, maybe the Kiwi likes us. He's, he's New Zealand, coach, right? Yeah. So, And, and the coach is a, is a Phoenix Sun of royalty. So, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe they've infiltrated to destroy Brooklyn and bring all of this back. That's the James Jones plan all along, yeah. guys. That's what we've been talking about. Yeah. I love it. Uh, you know, if it happens uh, and and we, and we can keep half – again, it's like the NBA 2K scenario, right? We're just like dishing money and contracts, and then when, the, when they deny the trade, we just force it through, and we're like, yeah, yeah. okay, we made that happen. A hundred percent. This is this – is, we switched trade override on if we get yes. Kevin Durant. Huh. This is – I've tried this about every year for the last eight years to be like, LeBron or Kevin Durant, just just take take some assets and no, it's not a good trade. We're not interested in this. And it's like trade override. Yes, you are. Now you are. Ah, I win. You're on my team now. Well, and and the other side of this is if the trade occurs, obviously the Suns will have to give up quite the haul. But the void that is left can be filled by veteran minimums who want to come in and play with Chris Paul, Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker. And I think that's another thing that as we navigate the conversations relative to losing a DeAndre Ayton and Mikel Bridges, a Cam Johnson and picks until I'm 50 years old. Uh, we have to understand that, you know, this is the kind of thing that has happened around the Golden State Warriors. You know, the team that just won the championship, Otto Porter came there. I wanted Otto Porter on this team as a bench player last year. He ends up up there, right? Uh, 
I'm trying to think of some uh, uh, Bielitsa. He went up there as well. These are these are quality bench players who possess size and shooting, uh, who will potentially fill that void. And I think that Kevin Durant is is a huge draw. Chris Paul is a massive draw. And you know, whereas whereas the Los Angeles Lakers have been trying to do the same thing. You know, like last year they got Malik Monk, and now he's gone. He's going to. Uh, to Sacramento, yeah. so they're filling that void with Lonnie Walker the fourth. You know, for, for, I, for Damian Jones going to the Lakers ooh, yeah. <laughs> for two years. Yeah, Jake and I were talking about before we came on. Like, think about what the Lakers are doing right now in free agency because they're unbelievably handicapped just due to poor management. What James Jones has done, while everyone gave him shit about DeAndre Ayton for this past year, because he did not give him the rookie extension, that opens up the door for a possibility of a Kevin Durant coming here, right? So again, he's playing chess while everyone's playing checkers. The Lakers, they're over there playing like backgammon, and they're not—they don't have all the right pieces. <laughs> okay, say, isn't that more complex? I don't it know. It is. I have no idea how to play it. But they're playing—they're <laughs> missing pieces. pieces. They can't play it right. Yeah, That's they're, yeah. <laughs> they're playing it with like playing cards. Like they—they they don't know what they're doing. That's what it feels like. Any comments on the Lakers? Just I always like to give a couple jabs in the Lakers when we can. Well, they, they did pick up. They did pick up somebody with championship uh, pedigree. I don't know if you saw that. Uh, uh, Juan Toscano Anderson of the Golden State Warriors, uh, slam dunk. Uh, you know, uh, uh, competitor. Um, you know, that's you, you got. Keep an eye on the Lakers this year, man. They're gonna. They're gonna. They're gonna keep an eye on the buyout market and turn that franchise around. JTA, <laughs> uh, he's gone. He's gone. I, I, I honestly do wonder if there will be some sort of three-way deal where Kyrie ends up at the, the Lakers and we get KD. Like, I do wonder if that's a legitimate possibility. God, what would the Nets get back in return, though? Obviously, uh, the the Westbrook contract would probably be, end, end up in Brooklyn, right? You would you would imagine. You would. I mean, just to make it add up, it would be. You don't. I don't think they would give up Anthony Davis for that. No, no. there's no way. But they would have to get picks, which the Lakers don't have a ton of. They gave they mortgaged their entire future for AD, and New Orleans is the one who has all their picks. So the picks would probably have to come via Phoenix in that scenario. And it just feels like Miami would be the the perfect other other trade partner, right? To for Kyrie to go over there, and then Lowry could go up there. You could put Duncan Robinson or Tyler Harrow up there. Then we package with our players. That seems like the best fit to me to give to Brooklyn. You know, the other team was was Indiana was the only one that wanted DeAndre Ayton. So where does Miles Turner go? I mean, they just signed Nick Claxton back up in Brooklyn, so Miles Turner would yep. have to come here, right? Are they looking for Brogdon? Do they consider him? all-star caliber player um like like what else the buddy healed what else they got down there jalen smith <laughs> tyrese halliburton tyrese. there you go <laughs> and would they give up tyrese halliburton for for deandre ayton basically right yeah I, I doubt it and that brings me kind of to my next topic you know deandre ayton was the hot name coming into this we have heard zero buzz unless somebody's heard something that i haven't but everyone who you know and i think I, I uh coach i think it was you who on twitter was kind of like calling out all the eight and stands where like Absolutely. all you heard, all you heard for, from it for a year was this guy's worth a max. And we haven't heard shit from anybody relative to offers for him. Cause the moment that happens, that triggers a, a shit or get off the pot moment for the Phoenix suns. Right. And correct me if I'm wrong, but if they choose to sign him to a, an offer that's outside of the call and fine offer, is he no longer an asset in a sign and trade? Correct. As far as I know, that's correct. So again, that's another piece in this Kevin Durant thing that if if DeAndre Ayton gets an offer, 
and he accepts an offer with let's say Indiana for not even a max for you know twenty five million dollars a year, the Phoenix Suns have the opportunity to either match that or let him walk. But what I, they can't but, do is match that and then send him to Brooklyn. Correct? No, or am I not until December? Exactly. That's what I thought. It's not until December. Yeah. The sign and trade can occur based off the qualifying offer. That's what his maximum value is Correct. in a sign and trade. Okay. So I I did. And Indiana uh, doesn't have that cap space to be able to no, do so. So they, they they would have they wouldn't be able to do that. They would have to trade somebody in clear cap room to be able yeah. to do that. So the other the only team with cap space at the moment that can offer him an offer sheet uh, by the looks of everything I've read is San Antonio. That's right. That's right. And again, so all of this talk. Aiton's worth a max. Aiton's worth a max. Did you see him dunk on Giannis? He's worth a max. And now all of a sudden, there's there, there's no offers out there. At least that I'm, you know, let's go ask Flex. Hey, Flex. No? Okay. He hasn't said anything. I mean, what, what, do you, what do you guys think of that? Did did we? Okay, John, you and I have been DA supporters, but not max mm-hmm. supporters. We've wanted 100%. him back at, at a reasonable salary, but never, ever, ever at the max. Did we overvalue that? No. Let, Nobody wants him. Yeah. Well, because, again, it's not the, – the Golden State Warriors just won the title. Who was their five? Kevon Looney? I mean, I have this I, conversation I, all the time I do understand that argument, but we're also talking about arguably one of the greatest dynasties and arguably one of the – or it is the greatest shooter and arguably just one of the greatest, you know – championship teams all all that that come together so you, championship so you go the franchises year, excuse me okay the team that beat us beat us at the five with brooke lopez you know the year before that it was who who played the five javel mcgee mark gasol and dwight howard i mean it's just not a league where you spend that much money and, and, and again Jokic has won consecutive mvps joel Embiid was runner-up for mvp so these huge fives are making a, a ton of money and they're not delivering championship level basketball, and that's just the way the league is, you know. And, and I get there's like ten different arguments uh, and and paths sure. you can go down with that statement alone. But that's how I've that's how I've always viewed DeAndre Ayton through that lens. Is, is he valuable? Unbelievably valued to this team. The way that he can defend, and the way he can switch, and the way that he potentially can score if we were to open up more, him more on offense is is fantastic. But it's not maximum salary fantastic in my personal opinion if we could bring him back at 16.9 million and granted if we bring him back on 16.9 million he's a free agent at the end of next year right so he he becomes a ufa at the end of next year there's no there's no way that he takes a qualifying offer no way no yeah his, his agent has been doing a great job though getting all those offers lined up so the moment free agents and once three o'clock hit today i was that's what i was expecting i was at work i was like okay here we go here comes the da news like who, who's giving him the qualifying offer crickets crickets what do you think jake um sorry I, i'm i'm loading up beer number two and uh uh what it's in there zach, zach morris, morris cell, phone? cell phone yeah what is that well, you know when you're in the midwest uh you can uh, we know how to brew a few beers uh, out here as well. You know, we're close to the, the grain sources. So, yeah, the Zach Morris's cell phone. So, cheers. Um, mm. No, I think you've got a point. It's it's something I, – I, I'll be honest. Uh, this is a weak spot for me. I miss the old um, – I know a lot of people don't, but I miss the old, like, back-to-the-basket dominating centers. Like, I, I, I used to love to hate Shaq just because, like, 
I felt like every time I'd watch him play, like some team would run their newest, like seven foot uh, European center at him that just was clumsy and Shaq would just maul him. And, uh, and, you know, we, we haven't seen that kind of, I mean, we, we've seen the evolution of that position with an Embiid and Jokic. Uh, and, and you could even go back further than that. I mean, remember when people thought, um, was it Hashim uh, uh, or not? Hashim Thabit. Whiteside. Um, I'm thinking Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside. Hassan, Hassan Whiteside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I dominate a lot of 2K with him. Right? No. And uh, um, Andre Drummond. Remember when he was yeah. with the Pistons? It was just like it was a 20, they, they didn't have anyone else to give the ball to. It was just dump it down low. You got a 55% chance of making the shot and, and you'll try and stay close. And you just hope at the end somebody else makes some big shots for you. And, and I think that might be the future for D.A. to go to a team like a San Antonio. I, I mean, honestly, I hope we keep him or I hope we use him to, to get a great asset. But, you know, I could see him going to a San Antonio and getting 25 and 12 because mm-hmm. San Antonio will run out a bunch of other G-leaguers who have no business being there with him. And he'll look great, kind of like a Jokic, kind of like an Embiid. And, you know, eventually they might get a few new players and they'll make, you know, an eighth seed or seventh seed and they'll call it good until they eventually uh, leave them behind. Uh, uh, it's it's rare. I, I can't actually maybe help me out. Who is the last like it doesn't even have to be the number one option. Number two option. Big time center that won a title. Um, Hakeem Olajuwon. Andrew Bynum. Get out of town. I mean, really? Yeah. I mean, that's how far back we have to go. So don't get me wrong. I like a DA. And maybe in a way this kind of helps. I don't know. It won't humble him. He wants to get his money. I get that. And his agent will find it somewhere. As as well, he should. You know, but again, I just I think that it's it's interesting that no offer sheets have been tendered. Right. uh, And we, you know, again, I just I think he's a valuable player. And I love Mm -hmm. DA and I hope he stays on this team. But you're right. You know, another thing with like the Andre Drummond scenario, though, is like the guy is a monster on the boards. So he got a lot of points on like putbacks and like DA is not a monster on the boards. He's a good he's a good rebounder. He's not a monster rebounder. So, you know, wherever but but he he could go be a Carl Anthony town somewhere, Mm -hmm. um, you know, and Mm -hmm. and, uh, I play better defense and maybe not quite as skilled offensively, but he he could go be very productive. But the, the modern NBA uh, I, I wish we could see a little bit more power game. Uh, I mean, oh, let's be time. honest. What's the biggest knock on DA? Why don't you just jam it? Just slam it on somebody. Just, just put your, just, just dunk it on them. Put rub your nuts on their shoulders when you do it. <laughs> I mean, like it, I, I see all this stuff on Twitter all the time, and I'm just like, you know, it's okay. You can have a little feathery touch, a little hook shot. It's okay. It's pretty too. Two points yeah. is two points, man. You know? Speaking people- speaking of Twitter, too, guys. Uh, Wadge just dropped the Devin Booker's agreed to the Supermax. Okay, there we go. Supermax and on the cover of 2K23 all in the same day. It's a great day for Devin Booker. I mean, that's that's think about that. And I heard he's back with Kendall. So yeah, how's yeah. Kendall feel about yeah. this? Yeah, this is. <laughs> you you know you know she she started coming back around when the uh, the max extension started getting a little bit more serious. So. <laughs> well, did, did you hear that? Like once they broke up, Lonzo Ball hollered at her. It's like if you have Lonzo Ball's ugly mug hollering at you, you're like, oh shit, I'm gonna go back with. D, D book here. He's he's a good looking feller. Because that's the other side of that's the other side of hard right there is Lonzo Ball. <laughs> I'm sure Lonzo Ball's dad came in and was like, "Yeah, you need to listen to Lonzo. He, he's he's a good kid, Kendall. He's a good kid. Listen to him. He's gonna speak it into existence." <laughs> uh, just wrapping up the bow, if you will, on DeAndre Ayton before I start to go through, through some of the other free agency transactions that have have occurred. You know, it's. 
it's vital. I, I'm, I'm very happy that no other team has offered him anything. Because, again, I think he will be a vital cog in a potential trade for Kevin Durant. And, again, if another team offers him – I mean, they're like the – a team could be an asshole out there. Like the the, San, the, the Sacramento Kings could literally be like, yo, we're offering him $20 million. Just to fuck with the Suns. Like they could play some set, like you you know what I'm saying? Some some defense, if you will. If they're like, we don't want Sac- we don't want the Suns to get it wouldn't be the Kings. They're not smart enough. Yeah, this is true. let's be this honest. Like, let's 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 be realistic at least about it. It'd be like the Pacers. The Clippers. Or somebody would It'd be like the yeah. Clippers. Yeah. Yeah. A team in the Pacific Division who wants to block KD from potentially coming here could just make him a twenty million dollar offer, knowing that the Suns will match it. Like the Suns will match it. Because he's still got to sign it though. Yeah, true. So, so really, uh, the pettiness then would be from DA, not from the opposition team. This is true, and he probably is petty because he thinks he's a max player. <laughs> so, so he's not going to sign for twenty though. In, in that case, well, well, let me ask you guys though a question too. I mean, we heard, uh, for example, was it a few few days ago? John Wall, right, was uh, getting bought out by the Rockets, and that mm-hmm. he was uh, very much expected to sign with the Clippers for the mid level exception. Um, I don't know if has it been confirmed that he has signed that yet, and if not, would something like this all of a sudden make him go? You know, the, I heard the Suns have a mid-level exception. Well, he hasn't been confirmed because he hasn't cleared waivers. Mm. Okay, See, this, is, this is why we have Gavin here. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> yes, this is a this is a potential. I didn't think about this avenue. This is a potential. Uh, yeah, he, I mean, come on out here, John Wall. Be our number three guard, just like we've always wanted. We do have a mid-level exception available. Yes, we does. And he'd have to be out campaign, though. So, oh, that'd be pretty tough. <laughs> that'd <laughs> be pretty boom. tough. Yeah. Well, other other transactions that have occurred today. Obviously, the big one uh, when it comes to the Phoenix Suns is the only player movement that we've seen is Javale McGee is no longer a member of the team. So, I know. I know it's been a it's been a ride for hey, all of us who are big fans of, of Thomas of, Bryant's still out there, man. Thomas Bryant is still out there. That's true. He That's is. your boy. That's your boy. But Robin Lopez, Rolo, bring him well, back. I will say for one last time on the Suns Jam Session podcast. Double O McGee. That was it. It's the last time you'll ever see that. I have to delete that. Um, look, I'm glad for Javel that he got got his uh, payday, but let's be honest, the Suns weren't paying him that money. No way. No. What did he end up getting? Was it a three year, thirty three million? Yeah, something like that. Uh, let's see. Was it uh, that twenty one? million? Three 20, years, twenty point like four million. million. Yeah, yeah, right in there. It's so the, about seven it's, million. It's there. It's there. MLA. It's yep. the Mavs MLA. Yep, which is ideal. Again, I agree with you, Gavin. There's, we're not going to pay him that kind of money. Uh, I don't think that essentially he's worth it. And again, if we're trying to land some bigger fish, we have to kind of uh, free up that money for some different players. We do, we still have Bismack Biombo, so I'm okay with that. I think uh, busy race ons. Yeah, I, I I really do too. And I think that you know uh, somebody mentioned it earlier in the chat. It's the second consecutive season in which Javale McGee joined the team that eliminated him the previous yep. year. From the Lakers to the Suns, the Suns to the Mavs. Well, I was just going to say, besides Ish Smith, uh, would JaVale McGee be second in, like, the greatest feeling for, like, mercenary in in the association now? Just like, okay, wait a minute. Where else can I go to make some money and just 
Like, don't ever expect me to start again. All you need me to do is just come out and foul people hard, rebound, and do the is craziest it... layup looking shots and put it down on occasion. Isn't he getting he, he said he was gonna be a starter there too? Was that part of the report? Yeah, correct. Yeah. He did. He came out and said he expects to be the starting center. Oh. Ooh, a Christian Wood McGee yeah. front court. Interesting. That's a lot <laughs> different than the team we saw in the playoffs, isn't it? <laughs> And yep. particularly, he's going to play for the team that played him off the court in the playoffs. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, uh, I, other... can't believe, I can't believe, though, before we do go ahead, that nobody's dropping the biggest uh, free agent name out there as somebody who we can bring in as a wing, and he's a Monty guy. Why don't we bring back Abdul Nader? <laughs> that knee has to be ready to go by yeah, now, right? Yeah. It's got to be. It's got to be. poor guy. <laughs> Yeah, I you got me all excited. I'm like, who are you talking about? <laughs> oh, that guy, I, I swear Nader. to God, I see about one post a month, and it's just he's either having a good time with uh, his his lovely girlfriend, uh, or he's putting ice on his knee. And I hope you know he <laughs> reminds me of Big Sauce. Like, I, I would love to just see him come back, you know, and, and take a victory lap with the Suns deep on our bench. I just really hope Monty doesn't fall in love and be like, let's give him like 15 minutes a game at the same time. <laughs> oh, no. Please, God, no. Well, I'll, I'll tell you one thing that's kind of interesting is, like, I wrote numerous pieces for Bright Side of the Sun this week saying, you know, these are potential free agent targets for the Phoenix Suns. And I think every one of them signed with another team today. Uh, I am you about that. Yeah. Yeah. Which one? <laughs> Chris Boucher. I, we could go down. Yep. Oh, yep. Chris, Chris he made Boucher, some money. He re-signed with the Toronto Raptors. Malik Monk obviously went up to Sacramento. Javon Carter re-signed with the uh with the milwaukee bucks uh the last one i did was bryn forbes and i i haven't seen that he signed so that means he'll be oh. signing with somebody so uh jesus i'm like over and the whole if you read those articles i literally say it the, uh, to preface them all i wanted to do is to say i told you so once because i've been writing those articles for years and i never ever have gotten one fucking right and i just want to go one like yeah see i wrote a piece about that i knew it was coming like i don't know shit my, my name is not flex it is john goddamn voida and i can't get shit right you need to write a ghost piece so put one in of the guys that you don't want to get and and write another one in the background and then just release that the day after and go listen That's everyone good. ghost piece that's a good idea. Oh, former uh, former son Devon Reed agreed to a two-year, four million dollar contract with Denver. Kevin Knox is headed to Detroit. I'm just gonna keep naming names, and if you guys care about the guy, just be like, I want to talk about him. Uh, I didn't even know Kevin Knox was still in the NBA. And yeah, he got Devon Reed. Yeah, he's still out there trying, yeah. man. I always had faith in that guy. Number thirty-two. He was actually solid when he played minutes yeah. for him last year. Yeah. Yeah, he was he was looking pretty good, but man, spot another, started. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Lou Dort re-signed. You know, he opted out of uh, what? What did he opt out of? He opted out like, of his car, like three and a half million dollars. Yeah, or something yeah. like yeah, that. Much, yeah. So he got five years, eighty-seven five, seventeen a five a year. Damn, good that's for a little Lou bit Dort. much for them. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah that, are, that's are the Thunder going to try and compete? That. Yeah. Yeah, they got to spend feel- their money on something. True. And it's it is a, another asset that they could potentially trade if somebody wants it for 17 more picks. So, you know. Right. Which is a team I think actually did pretty well in the draft. And, you know, again, like three years down the line, they might be dangerous. Right when Chris Paul and Kevin Durant are retiring. Uh, Andre Drummond went to Chicago, which I found was kind of interesting. Uh, obviously, Vucevic, uh, is he a free agent next year? Is that correct? 
So they might be trying to do something. Chicago was was one of those potential targets for DA kind of thing. Everyone thought that. Bear. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Well, and and they they needed some more. Yeah, defense on the front court. If I remember right. Uh, uh, I, I remember talking to, I mean, being in Iowa, I've got some buddies that are diehard Bulls fans. And mm-hmm. uh, I was like, oh, what's the problem? Can't you guys stand up to the Bucks?" And, and you know, after they were very vicious about the, the Suns finals the year prior, and they're like, dude, we can't, there's no one that can stop Giannis on our team. And I was like, just tell Vucevic to <laughs> just throw himself at him. Like, yeah. I mean, uh, I saw their point. So getting another big, I mean, uh, Drummond, Drummond was known at least, for his defensive rebounding. I mean, in his post-defense, I think. Um, so, yeah, that's a good signing for him. Yeah, it's a backup for spot minutes. I mean, we saw him play for the Lakers a couple of years, and, I mean, the Suns just toasted him in the playoffs. So, right. you know, he's just one of those guys. And, and again, you know, that's something that I think, as James Jones is navigating free agency and obviously doing everything he can right now to try to get Kevin Durant in Phoenix, uh, which is actually really funny on Twitter right now. Everybody's like, I saw – Kevin Durant at Fashion Square Mall. Yeah. And then you got like, the, photo, the photoshopped, you know, him walking. I saw him at the airport. It's just like, it's funny because everyone's kind of throwing that out there. Uh, but, you know, you think about the depth is something that is very valuable in the regular season, right? And we proved that last year. But our depth, unfortunately, was our, is, is what cost the team, you know, in the playoffs. They just, they weren't consistent from their bench players. So as you navigate building this bench, which is going to be a big part of this, you know, 40% of the roster will be flipped. And we just, until that Kevin Durant piece falls, you know, either for or against the Suns, we don't know what that's going to look like. So signing someone like an Andre Drummond, like Chicago did, although it looks like kind of a good transaction, I don't know if in the long run, it's something that will benefit that team come playoff time. You know, DeAndre Jordan, he's now in the Western Conference again. You know, he's, he's with Denver. Okay, so yeah, can we stop on that? How did he get another job? How did he get a job? <laughs> it's two point nine million. That's how. No, okay. okay then s- yeah. sign me for less, and I'll go get you more. Uh, I'd I mean, still it, rather have Robin Lopez, yo. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The facts. Facts. And he well, wouldn't even if, have to show up. He could hang out in the comic book stores. And I'd still rather just like he seems like a cool locker room guy. He'd come in and be like, "You guys read the new Aquaman? It's fantastic." They'd be like, "Rolo, you're not playing tonight, but we enjoy having you around. You're lighting the mood." But like, yeah. That ha- having DeAndre Jordan show up, it'd be like, why are we paying him actual money like to be here? No idea. John, one of the other names that has been linked to Phoenix is Dante DiVincenzo. That's been a name that's been talked about a few times. I wrote a piece I about him. <laughs> you knew it all one. along. I knew it all along. <laughs> he was one of my trade targets. I said if they want to do a sign and trade, I would love to have Dante DiVincenzo. Yeah. Wouldn't you guys? Absolutely. Yeah, solid choice. Just drive uh, better, Landry, than, better than Landry Shamit to the airport. Say, <laughs> drop him off. It'd be it'd be an interesting. It, it'd be it'd be tough for you to. I feel like to come up with a drop though. Uh, you know, because the Shamit one just writes itself, right? Uh, yes. Di Vincenzo. I don't. You'd have to play like the Godfather music. Yeah, I was going to say very Italian. it's mafia. Yeah, Di Vincenzo. Di Vincenzo. And then, of course, like every one of my podcasts on YouTube would be like blocked because i would use the godfather theme i'd have to use it for just a, the amount of seconds where it doesn't get flagged by youtube 2.5 it's 2.5 yeah it's like what was that oh di vincenzo you know there's got there's got to be like a scene there's got to be a character in sopranos with that last name and all you got to do is cut that yeah you know or dante what could you do with Dante? vincenzo there's a vincenzo somewhere right yeah there's got to be there's got to be yeah, that's the fun part too. You know, obviously, when you enter free agency this time of year is is the 
when we get to play like 2K with our roster, knowing that James Jones has to do it for real, and it's the it's the creation part of it, and it's thinking of all the different players who could potentially end up here, knowing that this seems finally a destination. Like, you know, we were talking before the podcast came on, and we were saying, like, remember back when, like, Tim Thomas coming to Phoenix was, like, a huge deal? You know, now we're talking about Kevin Durant, like, WT to the F. Yeah, Tim Thomas, man. Played, like, 17 games. I didn't realize he didn't play. He was awesome. He, he you know, hit but that like, one three. Yeah, it was an amazing three. <laughs> After like Steve Nash like missed one and then rebound. I mean, we all remember it was against the Clippers or the Lakers or one of the. Good, it was an time, LA team. Good times. Good times. Good times. <laughs> but again, like an, another time, another thing that makes this fun, at least for me, is like, yeah, I, I'm already starting to think of all the drops. You know, like who do I have to? Whose drops do I have to delete? Who do I have to retire? <laughs> at what point am I going to stop playing the Sarich drop? Because uh, oh. for some reason he just keeps hanging on. You know, I mean, Monty loves I, him, man. Monty I loves actually him. think, I actually think Dario will, uh, if if we don't get anything in a trade for DA, I actually think Dario will end up as our starting center. Get out of town. Um, imagine that though. Imagine bringing KD and like, who's at the five? Dario Saric, baby. <laughs> Cigarette butt smoking Dario Saric. You know, if I was Dario though, and I was this, yeah, and and they're like, hey, we've got this fantastic starting five. Well, starting four, and then you're at center. I, if I was Dario, I would be smoking cigarettes on the bench. Just be like, <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. That's what I'm here for. I, that, I don't really have to have a whole lot of cardio. I'm just, I'm just here. <laughs> what, uh, what do you think about PJ Tucker going potentially back to uh, Philly? It's like 11 million a year. Is it three years, 33? Yeah, 30, 37 year old, uh, just taking his bag. Good on him. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's really impressive. I'll say this. I feel like the Sixers will have, I mean, uh, Matisse Thibel, or Thibel, Thibel? Yeah, Thibel. Uh, he's still there, right? I mean, they, they could mm-hmm. have a really interesting defensive lockup uh, if you've got uh, uh, Matisse and PJ and uh, Joel Embiid out there. And I mean, granted, they'll just try, everyone will just target Harden then. But uh, I mean, the rest of the players will actually be pretty darn good defensively and make it very difficult. Uh, I mean, they, they could really body some people up. Now, Harden, he opted out, correct? And he's a he free did. agent. Is there rumors that he's going to re-sign with right. Philly? Yes. Okay. Yeah, he was. Uh, he he opted out in order to uh, sign a more team-friendly contract, which is actually, you know, quite good of him. Is that mm-hmm. is that the same James Harden that we know who's just fucked two teams over the past two seasons? He's actually well, gonna... yeah, team-friendly so that he can keep getting paid lots of money for more yeah, than just life, one more year. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he's still going to get paid plenty. But I'll, I'll be honest, uh, you know, based on that, and and I want to ask you guys this, before the KD news dropped today, was I the only one that was like, this free agency was turning up to be the most disappointing or boring because it was like Bradley Beal opting out, plans to resign. James Sorry, Harden opting out, everybody. plans to resign. And I'm just like... Okay, and then everyone like you know everyone just seemed to be like oh they're just going to resign somehow, and I'm just like oh well you know Ky- Kyrie Irving he, he opts back in. I'm just like oh so when KD's news broke today, I don't think he's holding the Suns hostage. I actually think he's holding the league hostage a little bit right now because there's going to be a lot of people that are just like okay we can do we can bring Damian Jones to the Lakers. <laughs> but let's hold off on anything else uh, before we go further. I, I mean, there's a lot of teams that I feel like. I mean, besides it, the Spurs and it, Pacers, it, it honestly kind of reminded me of uh, uh, the year LeBron and all of them were free agents, where yes. nobody did anything. That's until, right. Like you heard of Mari like two or three hours before he was going to New York, and then it was Wade is resigning. Then five minutes later, 
uh, LeBron James and then Chris Bosh were coming together. And then everything just kind of went downhill from there. So just from that aspect, that's what it felt like. Yeah. I think it's going to be the same too. Until this Durant thing's done, I think there's a whole heap of other pieces that are just not going to go anywhere. I mean, there there's an official trade offer from Miami for uh, Donovan Mitchell from Utah. Yes, really? I did say that too. Yeah. Yep. When, What's this? What what is it? It's no, I. It's all it says. It's a there's an official trade offer for Donovan Mitchell to join the Heat, which is interesting <laughs> because obviously that happens. That most likely would nix any KD possibilities. Correct. 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 In theory, unless you're In planning theory. on shipping Jimmy Butler out, which. Yeah. That could Imagine. be an upgrade. Who knows? Yeah. yeah. Well, and because Bam can't go anywhere, right? Correct. Correct. Not to Brooklyn. Not to Brooklyn. Oh, but, the, yeah. I, I forget what stipulation it is. Yeah. It's the you can only have one player traded in on a rookie max rookie extension. Yeah, and then and, ben Simmons and Brooklyn is that has Ben yep. Simmons. <clears throat> Which for for a second, let, let's just pretend that the. Uh, um, KD comes to the Suns because I, I don't want to believe it until I see that yeah. the actual like tweet go out with you know the whole jersey and everything. But let's say he comes and we it goes. We'll say Aiton and Bridges, for example, a uh, Ben Simmons, and because I, I don't think Irving would want to stick around there, right? Either. So maybe it goes Irving to Russell Westbrook. So could you imagine a Westbrook, Ben Simmons, Da, Mikael Bridges? That would be one of the most awkwardly put together. <laughs> starting fives very good probably defensively but just like we have pieces that we're ready to trade deandre ayton is our second best three-point shooter yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no no that because they'd have to have a fifth and they put patty mills in there yeah who's who they did resign <laughs> well yeah they i mean patty hill patty mills resigned there uh who else did they get today that kind of sparked? Uh, Nick Claxton. Claxton. Uh, Royce O'Neal. They got Royce O'Neal. Royce O'Neal, yeah. Oh, yes. Which, which was a weird trade uh, Weird trade for the amount of money that Royce O'Neal's on. I, I, I didn't I – For a first-round pick, it. which is what they want. Oh, uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because Royce O'Neal – Ouch, I just got bit by something. These bugs out here in Arizona right now, I tell you, there's something different. None of you guys are in Arizona. I just thought about that. Hmm. Well, I, I here in the elevation, we don't get bugs; they all die. We don't have fleas up here. We don't. Have well, normally anything. it's 118, and they're all dead. But like it's like monsoon it. season, so like all these little black beetles are coming out and freaking yes. everyone out. I I I I realized the mistake of social media with uh, in terms of the algorithm because I follow way too many people on uh, in, in terms of Phoenix Suns and NBA type stuff on Twitter that I started getting like local like bug in uh, like uh, infestations <laughs> in the phoenix area that are infesting pools and i'm just like what is going on like we have mosquitoes in the midwest who's going and they're like look what's filling up my like water filter and i'm just like what is happening to you guys right now like i would think every bug in arizona is just dead uh because it's 120 <laughs> degrees normally right it is but like once the monsoon picks up there's enough humidity to, to sustain life and it's actually like started early this year typically it comes in like july to you know early to mid july and it started it popped off like earlier last week we were getting started i went and i bought a truck and then it instantly like a dust storm came in after i washed it i'm like yeah, that's what i get that's what i get uh but Royce got, O'Neal. oh go ahead go ahead no i was gonna say I, I got kind of an interesting one for you guys uh washington with getting bradley beal back and then they mm-hmm. traded for um monty morris and will barton from denver and yep. then they signed delon Wright today yeah i i thought that was sneaky good. Kyle Anderson going to Minnesota is kind of sneaky good I think as that's well a good too. One. Yeah, 
Yep. Um, and then you know what? We're still gonna miss out on Thad Young because he just signed a two-year deal, go back to Toronto, and then Isaiah Hartenstein, who is one of one of yes. the other guys like I kind of want, and, and he goes to the Knicks. And and Which, Victor Oladipo stays with Miami, and we apparently had some interest on in bringing him in for a mid-level exception. Yeah, I that, I would have loved that having him come because I mean he's not the player he once was, but he definitely still has a talent and can relieve. So, some pressure off a of D book and Chris Paul, but obviously, you know, as you mentioned, he was one of the many ones who's like, and I'm signing with the same team, like Marvin Bagley, you know, three years, 37 million staying in Detroit, Bobby Portis, Bobby Portis. The moment, the moment Bobby Portis uh, opted out son's Facebook went like crazy. <laughs> it did, didn't it? Uh, yeah. They're like, Oh, bring him back. I told you years ago, we should have brought him instead of Jay Crowder. And uh, it's going to happen. And like 10 minutes later, it's just like, and he's resigned with Milwaukee. And I'm like, come on guys. Can you go back and delete your posts? Like, you know, there's a million, there's 96 comments on the Bobby Portis thread on son's Facebook. I was like, what the fuck? But didn't Bobby Portis it. make your, like one of your most punchable faces too? He does. Yeah, I, I yeah. believe so. Yeah. Mm. I'd be afraid to punch it though. Cause one of those eyeballs might pop out. <laughs> you know, and then, I, then you got to deal with that, and yeah. nobody wants to deal with that. You yeah. know, so anything else you guys want to talk about before well, we get I, out of here today? Are we not going to talk about how Aaron Holiday should have uh, definitely gotten a big contract from us? Way to go, Monty! I know another one bites the dust. Yeah, he I, swear, often... I swear to God, though, if, if we get KD and then they're like, now we're bringing Alfred Payton back. I will be a little upset about the holiday deal. Like I will be, I understand that. Yeah. That is uh, his, uh, the qualifying offer is going to be a bit much, but I'll be very upset if Alfred Payton makes it back. Yeah. I, Alfred Payton did. I don't know if you guys realize this, but he was the worst in the league at shooting free throws for anybody who shot as many free throws as he did or more. So he shot 32 this year, worst free throw percentage and worst three point percentage from qualifiers as well. I mean, horrible. So we all knew what we saw. And then I, I looked up the statistics because I did the season recap for him on bright side. I was like, oh, my God. Like, this guy cannot come back ever. You want to talk about I a guy? Mean, take, to the airport, take him to the bus station. Monty likes him, though. Surely know, he comes back. I know. Well, yeah, Monty's got to stop this. Like, bring back Elliot Kobo. That's going to happen. Like, the all Monty <laughs> team. You know, Alfred Payton starting with, with Elliot Kobo. Abdul, Abdul, Abdul Nader. Yeah. You know, he's the starting uh, three. Who'd be the starting two? <laughs> Probably Devin. We'll give him that yeah. one. Yeah, he knows how to play him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's just uh, Aaron Baines. Maybe I wonder if Aaron Baines. Go. We could take a Derek shot at Jones him. Jr. Oh, Derek Jones Jr. Well, Monty never Aaron had Derek Jones, did he? No, no. Doesn't um, doesn't Aaron guys... Baines almost hold the record for three pointers in one game for the Suns? Yeah, he had, he's tied Ooh. for it. He had nine. Like yeah, it's like him, Dan Marley. Oh, God, who's the other one? Wesley Person? No, I don't think it's Wesley Person. Is it Rex Chapman? Well, it's a good question. Oh, darn it. Oh, Quinn, Quentin Richardson, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 Rich. yeah, yeah. yeah. That sounds right. It sounds like I'm pretty sure it was three of them, and I think that's that was the three. But, yeah, it's like Aaron Baines. <laughs> well, I mean, what uh, as coach that Thomas Bryant uh, had what uh, – how many threes against us when he set like his own personal record oh, of points? I, and I didn't even know we could them, shoot right? threes. Yeah. yeah. Remember that game well. Remember it well. <laughs> who, who would you guys rather have not return to the Suns, Alfred Payton or Landry Shamit? Because oh, obviously Shamit costs more. Yeah. Payton is 
Worse. I go, I, I go Alfred Payton because at least Shaman uh, has potential. And the, the what what pisses oh, us no, off this, about can we stop with the potential of Shaman? Well, but, but, I mean, but that's what pisses us off, right? Is his potential. Like the guy should be a good three point shooter. He yeah. had his worst three point shooting season ever with the Suns last season. And you know, consistently we're just disappointed because we think he should be one thing and he's not. When Alfred Payton comes out, you know exactly what he is, and it just sucks, and you're pissed that he's out there. I've never seen Suns Twitter get so pissed consistently than when Alfred Payton simply checks into a game. Like he just Alfred Payton's coming, everyone's like, ah fuck. <laughs> Collectively on Twitter. Oh, no, in fairness, I, I don't think oh fuck. I think we're trolling the other team when we put <laughs> Alfred Payton in. We're like, you guys are so bad, we're putting in Alfred. But it's a it's a really good question because after the playoffs, most of us said we had to retool the bench. Yeah. Now, if we bring KD in, we're effectively retooling the starting lineup. Mm-hmm. What do we do with the bench? Because out of our bench players from last year, who comes back? Because Shaman, if we Shaman's played starting two and Devin Booker's is starting, Ish three, Wainwright, right? I think Ish comes back. Yeah. Um, I think Bismack comes back. But Cam Payne, Ray, probably. I mean. Tori and Cam Shamit, they're all contracted. So yeah. you have to assume they sort of come back. But yeah. we will have to find another point guard because at, at some point, I think in the playoffs, um, a 34 year old Kevin Durant is going to be getting 40 plus minutes a game in key games. Yeah. Uh, Booker's obviously as well, but Paul cannot. No. Uh, I, I mean, I, I can't. I know there's some people out there that are like, you're way too harsh on Paul. I mean, but he just, he can't keep up that level of play uh, of elite uh, play at, at, at that many minutes with the other guys. So, I mean, you, you, if there's somebody that we need a sixth man position for, to me, Ricky it would be a, a point Rubio. guard. Yeah. And, and, you know, he's coming off injury. Maybe we could get him cheap. I mean, it, I feel better than with him than Alfred. That's for sure. Austin Rivers. Well, he's not, uh, Rubio's not going to play until halfway through the year. Yeah, um, true. But he might be worth looking at. Raul yes. Neto. Uh, somebody that has experience backing up Chris Paul, perhaps? Ken Dennis Schroeder? Dennis, Dennis Schroeder. Schroeder. Potentially, Dennis Schroeder. Doesn't he still want $98 million Ooh, a year, though? Fuck and you, I'm seeing Dragic. Dragic is going to end up in Dallas. Yeah, he's already confirmed he's going to Dallas. Okay. Yeah, he, he wants to go to Dallas. He Would you guys take a Kemba Walker flyer? Actually, that's uh, that'd be an interesting one. I, I wouldn't would mind be an having interesting a look one. at Chip on uh, the shoulder, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, and let's be honest. It would give us something to complain guys. about defensively every single game. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, there we go. But, you know, if you can put the ball in the basket for 10, 15 minutes, then that's all you need. And that's we hide exactly him. right. <laughs> Because we need Chris Paul. Chris Paul needs to play twenty-seven minutes a game next year. You know, fuck this over thirty stuff. Thirty-two minutes, thirty-five minutes. You know, it's it, it needs to be twenty-seven minutes. And you know, I get it. Chris Paul, he he is who he is, and he wants to play. And you got to love and respect that. But Monty Williams needs to be the coach and just be like, hey man, long-term greed. We want a championship. We need you all season. You know. And I don't think it did the Suns any favors the way that they're playing every other night in the playoffs. Yeah. It gassed him. It was lot, gassed yeah. him so bad. And then the finals, it was like every four days. Yeah. Uh, well, once they got to the finals, they like, spread that one the out. The finals will be a month long. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we just got to get there. So, uh, but I, well, I will say this, though. If KD comes and let's say we, uh, I mean, because I, I remember kind of watching, it seemed like Crowder and CP kind of, not like in a like an awful way, like they couldn't work together kind of deal, but like CP3 was kind of barking a little bit and Crowder wasn't, he's like, dude, 
don't bark at me. Like, yeah. I, I mean, I know what my job is. I know what my role is. And, and I think if you get somebody like a Kevin Durant, then all of a sudden it's not just like, you know, CP3 going up to Monty saying, play me, man, you got to keep playing me. Kevin Durant goes, Hey, Chris, 30 yeah. minutes yes. or 32 yes. minutes. That's Sit down. it. <laughs> Sit down. I can handle it for a little bit. I can take the ball up. Book can take the ball up. Mm -hmm. We have other people that can do this. And you need to come in when you are ready to mm -hmm. sprint. Because if, it, you know, uh, was it, um, uh, um, why am I butchering? Eddie Johnson. Ernie Johnson. Um, wait. Mm -hmm. Why Eddie? No, no, which which one's the son's great? Um, Eddie. Eddie Johnson. Hey, thank you. Okay, it's been I was so long since the season. I'm not, I was listening to him on the radio too, and, but he had a great point. He he said that what the Suns tried to do to spell CP3 was have Crowder take the ball up, mm -hmm. and by the time they got the ball up, about ten seconds were off the clock, and so yeah. by the time they finally got it to CP3, and they're like, okay, now run a play. It's like, okay, now you got about fifteen seconds left. And all of a sudden, okay, okay, make it. Somebody has to take a shot now. And it was just too much time was coming off the clock. And and um, KD actually, because of uh, Irving taking off half the season and Harden being injured, he actually had to take on the role of assist man a lot. And he was putting in the assist. And mm -hmm. I mean, it was either he he was shooting or he had to pass to somebody. Um, but having somebody else do it and it not just be point book. I think we'll really spell CP3 and we can actually maybe get high level CP3 for his first time throughout, you know, his career for the entire playoffs. I mean, that obviously that would be the dream, right? But uh, yeah. Well, and, to your, and to your point, you know, he, he, uh, it, it gives you two guys who can really uh, generate offense, right? Mm -hmm. Like generate their own offense. So Devin Booker, instead of trying to navigate being point book in those minutes has somebody who can generate his own offense on the other side of the court. And it becomes that double-edged sword that made the Suns so lethal throughout the regular seasons. You didn't know how to, to defend uh, their front court as they brought the ball up. Because if you try to hit CP three, you give it a booker and vice versa, you throw KD in there and it's a whole nother ball game of just waste to slice. And, die. and it's what we tried to do with Macau and, and it just didn't quite get to that level. He, yeah. he just wasn't yes. able to, uh, to, to be dangerous enough in those situations. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Well, I appreciate all you gentlemen for joining me on this. Uh, I, I'm sure Matthew does as well as he's blowing chunks somewhere in Chandler. Feel better, Lissy. Amen. Yeah, feel Lissy. better, Matthew. But uh, I'll go around real quick, let everyone know where they can listen to you. We'll start with Gavin. Where can we follow, uh, listen to you, hang out with you if, next time you're in Phoenix, potentially? Yeah, at, at Aussie Suns fans on Twitter. Uh, we also have the Aussie Suns fans podcast, which we put up on YouTube and all your good podcast uh, channels. And hopefully I am at the moment negotiating and almost successfully um, agreed to another trip to Phoenix in October for the start of the regular season. So, but this one will be with my family, so I won't get messed up as much as I did three <laughs> weeks ago when I was in, when I was in Phoenix last time. But uh, yeah, hopefully we'll be there in October for the start of the regular season. So, looking Rock forward on. to that. Guys. Fantastic, and I appreciate you coming on, Coach Evan B. Uh, at Coach Evan B on Twitter and He's on Fire podcast. We're about to go on next and continuing this conversation Ooh. over on uh, that channel. But man, I just, oh, I just. I just hope something good comes of all this. You know what I mean? And, and I hope that we can have a, a well-constructed roster. I don't want it to be too top-heavy and nothing else, but, you know, we didn't have a lot on the top end last year. And, so, you know, I don't, I don't even know what to make anymore. But today was exciting. 
I think today is a, a positive direction and, and a step forward. And we can just hope for the best at this point. And Flex actually just dropped another podcast with Dan Duarte about a half hour or so before we got on. So I'm, I'm looking forward to listening to that as well, too. And keep your notifications on, y'all. Yeah, this is tis the season for notifications. And Jake, you made it all the way through your first one. Fantastic. You did it. I did it. You know, and obviously, yeah, follow me at uh, Fallen Founder. Uh, I am the free agent of uh, Phoenix Suns podcast, apparently. So I was happy to sign up today on a, a short uh, two-way contract. Uh, don't tell Dave that uh, I, I go two ways. But um, no, that sounded inappropriate. But uh, uh, as for the, the right Suns, place, exactly. I, I will say I, I did very much enjoy following your guys' tweet thread of uh, kind of debauchery uh, of you guys uh, as you went through Phoenix uh, during the last time around. So uh, th- that was very interesting to to check out. So yeah, and, there was uh, some yeah, moments. Yeah. There was some moments. Uh, and uh, Suns fans, uh, let's be honest, uh, we, we never get all the good things. So just in case this thing doesn't pan out, but I'm pulling for it. I am pulling for it. But in case it doesn't, Miles Turner will still be available. There you go. There you go. Uh, again, thank you guys. Again, you can follow me at Darth Voida. You can follow my podcasting partner, Matthew, at Matthew Lissy. You can follow the show at Suns Jam on Instagram and Twitter. Make sure you subscribe, rate, review, wherever you're consuming this podcast and this content. And uh, until next time, everyone, have a great night. and. Go home and love your family.